have no written spiel this time, um, which is probably a saving grace for everyone involved. Um, <laughs> so essentially, what I've got is, uh, hi audience, it's B-roll, except it's not the B-roll you know. It's, it's not the B-roll you deserve, but, <laughs> um, we're doing a fantasy campaign, uh, because someone, not naming names, but their initials are Bryce, it's Bryce, uh, Bryce, uh, had to, had to, <laughs> had to, uh, do, like, life stuff, something about, like, college or something, I don't know. Something lame and unimportant like that. And uh, so we were like, well, we can't do Star Wars without him. So we're like, okay, let's do something else. So until he can join us again, we're doing a fantasy campaign. And yeah, uh, it's going to be significantly less uh, super serious and really uh, like... Plot driven. <laughs> Um, I mean, it'll be plot driven, but it won't be so like uh, on the rails and incredibly curated and basically anything goes. It can be a little tongue in cheek. I want to play around with typical fantasy tropes, um, not as a deconstruction. I hate deconstructions. If there's any de deconstructing happening, it will be promptly reconstructed afterwards because uh, I love fantasy. Um, but it's just going to be playing around with it and having fun. So, uh, yeah. B-roll. It was a dark and stormy night. The blaze of fires drowned the flashes of lightning as a horde of shapes moved through the village, turning it to ash, reducing its populace to bones. Welcome to Ecthaldron. A vast world of limitless magic, every inch of it full of wonder and mystery. New places and new people and new creatures and new magics. A world where the profession of adventuring is second only to farming. In fact, I have about uh, 17 pages of deep lore that's completely vital to exposit right this moment instead of naturally through dialogue and showing instead of telling as the story progresses that I will now read. Cue booing. Oh. <laughs> Tomatoes are being thrown. <laughs> fine, fine. Boo! <laughs> Boo! Queen of filth! <laughs> fine, fine, I'll skip to the important bit. Ecthelgren, a world of good and evil, chaos and order, paragon and renegade, and often chaotic good and chaotic evil. Lots of chaos, really. Brimming with excitement. It is there our story lies. A new age has begun in Ecthaldrin. For eons there was peace, but like any period of peace must, it came to a burning end. A plague. Well, plagues the land. But 
Not a plague of pestilence or of locusts, not a plague of rats or bats, but a plague of men. A man, a man and his army. You're allowed to laugh, Anna. (laughs) (laughs) A plague of men. It's like, it's like a uh, gaggle of geese. It's what you call a group of men, yeah. a plague of men. <laughs> hey, look, up yonder, it's a plague of men. It's a plague, plague of men. Of men. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't know if this was like the scene setting where we're not supposed to really talk. I mean, it is, but <laughs> I don't care as much. It's, of, it's, it's funny. It's, it's, if it's funny, laugh. I'm making this funny on purpose. A warlord by the name of Mordecai ravages the countryside in the formerly prosperous kingdom of Orem. Raping, pillaging, slaughtering, plundering. Though he is a wandering ronin only, not but a mortal petty bandit. A legion of cutthroats and thieves flock under his banner, that of a beating heart. Many have been wronged by the warlord. Many have been killed. Lives lost, fortunes stolen, wives taken, but there was little anyone could do about it. Until, of course, two amateur adventurers took on an exceedingly dangerous mission. To take revenge on the villainous Mordecai. Was it fate that brought them together? Destiny? Sheer dumb luck? Who knows? I certainly don't. But it all began where any story worth its salt does. In a tavern. Welcome to the adventures of the adventurers. Of Exeltrin. Part one, a dish served cold. And chapter one, a knight walks into a bar. So a knight walks into a bar. Uh, Anna. (laughs) That's me. So. um, Get your Hell yeah. Ian, your character is already in this bar. Anna, you are arriving second. Mm-hmm. Anna, uh, you. Am, yeah. Am I, am I actually? Oh. Everyone has something to say. What's going on? <laughs> go ahead, Anna. I'll let Anna go ahead. No, no, mine's gonna be like starting the role play. So if you have like a question before we start it, I'll. I too. Uh, in my in the tavern. Uh, am I? I'm gonna I tell you why you're there. No, no, no. But like, what? 
Am I feeling big? <laughs> no, I know, I, I, I know what you're talking about. Um, um, you're feeling pretty pretty normal today, is what oh, I'll say. Wait. So, I don't understand, but I'm going to roll with it. You're going to be roll with it? Mm-hmm. I am going to be. <laughs> you know, normal. You can be normal. Remember? No. Yeah, you can. I didn't think so, but we'll, we'll I'll roll with this. I'll be. You can with be. It's just you're often not normal. But today you're feeling normal. Sure. I okay. could have sworn we decided that. <laughs> That'll make sense soon. I hope. Um, okay. um, yeah, it will. Hopefully. So. So. I will, I will, Ian, your character I'm... is here for a purpose. Anna, your character is essentially just your character's been wandering and is this is a tavern they've seen in the distance. Um, and I will now describe said tavern. A single solitary tavern in the middle of an empty grove surrounded by miles of forest. The place built into a large oak tree sat at the very center of the grove, only detectable as a tavern rather than an ordinary, albeit massive, tree by the door set into the trunk and the sign bolted overhead. Weary of your travels, you approach it. It reads, The Sunny Oak. Indeed, it was a sunny day, though that same sun lighting the world of Ekfeldrin was now setting far beyond its borders, soon to dip under the horizon. In its late state, it cast the world aglow in vibrant hues of gold and orange. The sky streaked with pink as though one of Ekfeldrin's many gods had made the sky their canvas for the day. We'll probably sell for untold millions of gold a painting like that, just a couple measly strokes on a canvas. Yet true intricate masterpieces like those of the original masters are forgotten and... I'm getting carried away. Do you enter the tavern? Yes. The tavern is warm and cozy, carved out of the inside of the tree. The furnishings are rustic and natural, with every effort made to decorate the place as though it were a humble cottage. Throw blankets and pillows are here and there. Windows stream the evening light in. Lanterns set about cast pleasant warm spheres of light across the tables. It also seemed significantly bigger inside than out. A variety of characters are strewn about the bar, all in various states of drunkenness, but... None of them too rowdy, nor too impolite, and all of them surprisingly decent-looking folk. None too shady, and none too frightening. So a knight, of course, stood out from the crowd, quite literally, in fact, towering over the people at nine feet tall, decked head to toe in forgivably worn plate armor. The barkeep beckons you. Um, so what I was going to say when you started with the, a knight walks into a bar, I was going to say, depending on the size of the door, he walks into the top of the door frame. <laughs> Bonk. <laughs> that being said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the knight approaches. Oh, I, hello there, good sir. What can I get for you? We don't get many knights here in these parts. 
Welcome to the Sunny Oak Tavern. I am as prepared to... I... Excuse me, I've had a... Maybe a bit too much to drink, Master. I am its proprietor, Dag. What can I get for you, fine sir knight? And here is where Anna realizes she does not have a character voice. I've literally been thinking about this for the past two days. (laughs) It's all I've thought about, so much so that I'm also just like, what does my character want? (laughs) Who is my character? What is my character? These are things that should what be even wondered. what even is a character sheet? <laughs> Why couldn't we have started with Ian? Doubt go southern. <laughs> Just gonna say. No, dear God, don't. No. Okay. Um. We're gonna go with this. Or tavern is in a tree. <laughs> Very observant, young master. Yes, it is indeed in a tree. Very uh. Nice place to set up shop. It'll Say. grow. It'll grow on you. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, what will you have, fine sir? I'm sure it won't be as fine as what you've likely had at your estate, but I'm proud of what selections we do have. I can offer you a fine Radigan 22 vintage. It might sound strange, but those rat folk of Radagos have surprisingly fine taste in red wine. Can't have wine. Oh, I see. You've taken a uh, one of those nightly vows of uh, not uh, partaking of the uh, of spirits and such. <laughs> fine, fine, sir. A ve- very, very respectable. Uh, what might I ask then? Brought you to this here tavern? <laughs> Considering spirits are pretty much all we offer here. <laughs> 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 yeah, so why why the fuck are you here? Why are you here? Why'd you come here? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> what are you doing in my bar if you're not gonna pay for something? You're not gonna buy something. Well, you're just here to use the restroom. You gotta buy something first. <laughs> Only paying customers can pee in my tree. Why is it go water outside? <laughs> There's a whole grove and a whole forest. Go relieve yourself on the other side of the grove. I know there's some. If you want to relieve yourself in comfort. Yeah, actually, say that. No. No. (laughs) Okay. Okay. He's he's Um, nice. (laughs) Gotcha. It's dark. I was intrigued by your tree. Fair enough. Fair enough. I get it. What Intr- do I not? Treat, treat, oh, um, intrigued. intrigued. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I'll try. I'll try to stop. I need to interact with humans more often. <laughs> there's a uh, canned uh, butumch, and there's a canned audience <laughs> laughter. So. Um, well, young sir, you're. Just, uh, oh. You go. The night just kind of looks. Just looking around. At this point, just seeing what's inside. Well, young sir, you're welcome to uh, mingle with the various patrons and have a sit down in the bar. You, there's no rooms for rent. We're a tavern, not an inn. But uh, so when last call goes out, you'll have to leave. But otherwise, you're welcome to stay and make yourself at home. Have a nice seat in the corner and enjoy the ambiance. Thank you. By the way, Sir Knight, might I ask what your name is? 
the knight looks around. He looks back at the tavern keeper. Barrel. <laughs> he he looks behind him at the barrels of beer in racks across the wall. This is he my goes, kin. This is my kin. <laughs> Indeed, fine sir. Quite the name. You must be from a kingdom I've not been to. Where are you from, good sir? If you don't mind me asking. I came from Beauty and the Beast's house. (laughs) He looks around again. (laughs) Um, And then he looks back at the tavern keeper and says... Bugsfield. Bugsfield? (laughs) Bugsfield? Hmm. Must be somewhere south of the border. Well, have a good day, Sir Knight. Uh, If you'll excuse me, I have to take care of this here patron. And he scoots along the bar. Okay. That's a wrap. Good job, everybody. (laughs) Let's go home, folks. Uh... Actually, no. um, I meant to have something else happen. Cut that. Um, (laughs) No, he says... No, no, he says... uh, well, if and you don't mind me asking, I, I I try not to meddle in my patron's business, but you know I, I I like to know a thing or two every now and then. What uh what brings you this far into the middle of the forest? What what uh what nightly quest are you on? I'm searching for a man. He. <laughs> well, that's certainly your business, but uh. Well, I don't... Uh, what, what, what kind of man, good sir? Are you looking for uh, a lord to serve under? Or are you looking for... Uh, companionship? I'm looking for a bad man. He stole my Ooh. papa. <laughs> he stole my papa! Oh, no! <laughs> Barrel's so dad, sad. canister, not that canister. Was so <laughs> sad. Not large container. I'm right sorry to hear that, sir. There's a great many hardships going around these days. Well, uh, sir knight, would wouldn't you not to pry or anything? But wouldn't you feel more uh, relaxed if you? took off that there shiny helmet of yours and kicked off your boots and just relaxed in the corner. Can't imagine it's nice clanking around in all that armor. Must be heavy. Must weigh a ton. I can't take it off. (laughs) Is this like some Brotherhood of Steel type type (laughs) thing? Like, that'd be awesome, though. That'd be cool. What? You can't take... Oh, must be one of those nightly vows again. Wow, you you live quite a... Quite a... Uh, oath-filled life there, good sir. Well, uh, sorry for prying. Uh, I, I, I mustn't mind your business any longer. I've, I have other patrons to take care of. Uh, enjoy your stay here in the sunny oak, good sir. A pleasant full night to you. Sorry. I thought you meant full metal alchemist. Yeah. I, was, I was... I was... Yeah, no. It's what that- did you say, I said Brotherhood, Brotherhood of Steel. Steel. That's a Fallout thing. Brother, full, full Metal Alchemist. That's what I was thinking of. Sorry. 
That's, anyway. that's the Walmart brand well, of the anime. Because Full Metal, there's Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, I think, right? And that's there's the also Full Metal Alchemist. There's yep. technically But I, I said things. a Fallout clan, which is not. All right. So, Ian, you yes. obviously notice this nine foot tall walking suit of armor. And I assume you listened in on the conversation. Mm-hmm. Did you hear yeah. anything that piqued your interest? Um, Just say yes or no. Yeah. I guess. Would, yeah. You, would you mind describing your character for us? Your, your appearance? What, what do you look yeah. like? Yeah. Um, so I, I would say that I am... About so I'm normal, right? I'm feeling pretty normal right now. You're feeling now. normal today, right now. Okay. Yeah. Then I, I'm about oh shoot, we wrote it down. I'm about six foot. Uh <clears throat> uh and I, I have a, a nice bushy mustache with a, a safari hat. Safari hat and a, a a very large elephant gun slung over my back. Uh, a, a wonderful uh, silken robe. Uh, or cast around my body, completely clashing with everything else I'm wearing. Um, with uh, one spectacle on my left eye. <laughs> oh, and uh, let's see, brown hair that's just a day away from turning white. <laughs> that's a Does... great way to describe that. <laughs> Does your character feel like introducing themselves to this strange new fellow who has walked into the bar, considering what you heard uh, about the quest they're on? Yeah, yeah, I, I am interested, actually. Begin play. Click resume. <laughs> <laughs> A good day, Sir Barrel. I, I couldn't help but overhear that you came here on a quest in search of a a bad man. <laughs> I I uh, I I also am in a quest to find a bad man. Perhaps we're in search of the same bad man. Um, Perhaps barrel turns around. <laughs> Turns to look at the, well, turns and looks down, and <laughs> and as your character is saying this, his eyes kind of widen a little bit, um, and in, in an excited-ish tone, he says, "Did he steal your papa too?" <laughs> <laughs> um. Forgive me, Anna, but what eyes? <laughs> um, the <laughs> whatever semblance of eyes your so, character has. Yeah. Um. So the glowing orbs that are shining okay. from the eye sockets of his helmet. Gotcha. Okay. Those are his eyes. All right. As I see the eyes, I'm a little like, oh, shoot. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, <clears throat> not particularly my my papa, but uh, his home, my home. He, he took my home. Such is why I'm in such disarray of of my uh, robes. Uh, my clothing. I I don't normally go out in public in a robe, in my my warrior's hat. But uh, <laughs> yes, not my papa, but my home was taken from me by this man. He must be I, a very I, large man to take your entire home. <laughs> Speaking of large men, I was curious of your origin, my dear Barrel. My dear Barrel. That's going to be his memoir. My dear Barrel. <laughs> my dear Barrel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your features of... I'm bewildered. Your eyes show, uh, are glowing in not eyes. Your Confound eyes me. are glowing, good sir knight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good sir knight, I hear you're looking for a man. <laughs> I can be your bad man. <laughs> All right, uh, Ian, that's going to be an average charm. Huh? <laughs> All right. Wait, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, we out here. I see you. You get a boost because of the silk robes? <laughs> yes, it's true. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, he just pointed out that your features are quite bizarre. Yes. The mustache is quite bizarre. <laughs> What? I do say, it took me years to perfect this <laughs> facial masterpiece. He twists the corners. <laughs> yeah, he twists it. <laughs> what I say, I spend over an hour a day on this. <laughs> I know your complexion takes half as long. My papa had a beard. <laughs> Is Beryl just Missa? <laughs> I, I want my papa. <laughs> um, Ian, does your character feel as though uh, they've perhaps been forgetting their manners and should maybe introduce themselves? Oh yes, of course. Uh, sorry. <laughs> also, yeah, we after that last exchange, we're just like staring at each other, just like. Uh, <laughs> in my my manners. I am. My name is Sir Clarence Davenport of the Davenport Clan and Company. <laughs> it is wonderful for you to make my acquaintance. <laughs> Barrel extends his hand and fully encompasses his hand. It's a mash of hands. He's nine foot tall. Just sucks my <laughs> hand into his. <laughs> oh no, like the massive it's like yeah. Yeah, cool. We shake on it. Uh, 
good to meet you, Sir Davenport. Ah, uh, well, now that the pleasantries are uh, have been dismissed, uh, let's get back to business. What is your quest that you seek? What is your quest, sir? <laughs> your quest, good sir. Your quest. Your quest, <clears throat> please. Bestow it before me. I'm requesting your quest. I'm searching for my papa. Where shall it take you? Do you know where you head? I know not where he has been taken. I wander hills and valleys searching for him day and Ooh. night. Fancy. Uh, Ian, you have some information, possibly. I was about yeah, okay. You have a contact you are meeting in this tavern later after last call. Great. Yep. Oh, I should. Yep. Great. You should um, say that to her, <laughs> to, to Beryl. Yeah, well, I, we don't know. If, we still haven't established if we're. One of you the should say the guy's guy. name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's the whole thing where I don't know what I actually know. Given that you said it like in the narration, I think there's a both lot of, of you. Like, I think both of you guys know the warlord's name, which is the Ronin okay. guy, right? Which is Mordecai. Mordecai. Yes. Yeah. Mor Mordecai. Okay. Yeah. Because I am being vague because I don't know what I do know what I. <laughs> You're don't also being know vague because it is your character, but. <laughs> well, yes, but I can be vague but still have interesting dialogue. <laughs> Once I know what I do know, I can, yeah. So, Wunderbar, onward. I fear that both of our quests may intersect. I am chasing the 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 man, uh, the warlord Mordecai. He is the one who stole stole my home. Is he who you seek as well? Um, when he says Mordecai, Beryl's eyes. Like his little, the little orbs, they widen and there's like a tinge of red on and the outside. She squeezes, my hand. she squeezes my hand. I'm like, oh, shoot. Ow. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's still holding yeah, his hand. Yeah, no, you totally just like tense up and just, ah! Oh, dear. Oh, I see by your, your reaction, we may be after the same man. He's caressing his his hand. Ow. <laughs> take one hit point. <laughs> yeah, take a strain damage. Go for take it. Take one strain. Take one strain. Uh, why, why did I have to Yeah, I'm going to be honest. A strain is probably, like, very generous. <laughs> he kind of snaps his attention back. Like, he seemed almost, like, not lost in his thought, but um, distracted by some thoughts. Um, and he realizes that he slightly crushed his hand um i apologize mordecai is the man who stole my papa i'm sorry to hear about that son also is is this guy's voice like young or like a what, what? uh yeah anna um, so it's, it's not old, but it is not childish. Okay. So it's, okay. if it was Sorry. old, I would have, yeah, but. 
and it's kind of just I'm, I'm trying to be better at doing like a no, different you're, you're doing great I, I should i should i should be like i don't know oh that's fine and it's kind of like but yeah i mean anna's conveying it. it yeah it's very kind of cold and and there's not much emotion i was words. just like should i say son but yeah he calls everybody son he calls everyone uh, son Sonny! Yes, Sonny! Letty, Letty, oh, good son, Letty. Owl, buddy, chum, friend, pal, amigo. Oh, buddy, old pal. Two slice, bread slice, dog. Well, son, <laughs> I am sorry to hear about your, your papa, but I may be able to help you. I, I seem to have a contact I'm He leans in a little bit. A contact that I'm meeting after hours here. Would you like to join me on my quest? Yes. Wonderful! <laughs> Get us another round! <laughs> By the way, um, when you leaned in, he noticed that and just kind of like leaned down. <laughs> <laughs> he observed your body language yeah. and yeah. reciprocated to the best of his ability. <laughs> Wonderful. So, Sir Clarence Davenport, what, would you, what were you drinking? I so actually what... have it... I know exactly what I was drinking. Oh! I was drinking a, a glass of Short Brothers the Brandy. The a glass of Short Brothers Short Brandy? Short Brothers Brandy. Okay. It is, is that a real thing? The, yeah, well, uh, I took a little inspiration from some, some of the best brandy in real life. Uh, sure. This bottle I brought I brought with me, actually. <laughs> okay. From my house. All so right. I pour myself a glass and offer offer one to my friend. My dear friend Bell, won't you partake? I can brand you won't find anywhere else in this shire. I cannot drink. Ah, yes. I see. More for me. Wonderful. <laughs> Does this disposition to not drink is caused by your state of being? Can you I drink cannot at drink. all? <laughs> just, just repeat. Uh, I cannot drink. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. I can't drink. <laughs> I cannot drink. Thanks the question. What are you then? If you do not drink. You, are you man at all? <laughs> what are you if you don't drink? Goodness sakes. <laughs> you humanity is in question. Oh, the humanity. Your humanity is in question, good sir. Answer the question. Answer the question. <laughs> he takes his brandy very seriously. This is the finest brandy in the Shire. I am my papa's creation. I cannot eat. I do not need to eat. I do not need to drink. I do not need to sleep. Sorry, real quick. Is he human? Yes. Clarence Davenport is human. Okay. I just didn't want to say as a human as yourself. And he's like, I'm actually a dragonborn. Uh <laughs> I would have said, I should have made it clear. Yeah. Yeah, he's totes human. Okay. I do not require sleep such as humans as yourself. My, your papa seems like quite the uh, inventor. He is. 
of the greatest. Well, we must get him back. His brains must become of use for industry. <laughs> for industry, yes. <laughs> for industry. For the industrialization of England. I mean, uh, Exeldrin, yes. Exeldrin. <laughs> <laughs> We must put children in the workhouses of London. I mean, uh, the kingdom of yeah. all. We must yeah. enslave the proletariat. <laughs> I wait, sipping brandy, thinking about the industrial age of wherever he's from. I don't know the name. <laughs> all right. So the hours pass, it gets darker and darker and people start streaming out of the bar and then Dag, the barkeep, yells out last call. And after last call, he begins ushering people out of the tavern. Ah, hello there again, young masters. Thank you very much for giving me some nice patronage here at the Sunny Oak, but I'm afraid we're closing up. And you'll need to be going now. Oh, good, thank you, good dag. May we stay? This dusky eve is rattling my bones. I don't know what I'm doing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm afraid I've... I've no room. There's only room for one here. I, I run... I live here and I run the tavern, but I can't keep patrons here after dark, so you'll have to be going. Oh, well, my apologies, I thought that the dusk word would give us <laughs> passage to a later hour. My apologies. Dusk does indeed bring forth later hours, but, uh, <laughs> outside of this tavern. <laughs> so you'll have, you'll best be going. The sunny oak is open only during daytimes. Only during the sunny Only hours. That's why it's called the Sunny Oak, won't you know? Well, thank you for head down the street. You can go to the Moonlit Oak. They'll <laughs> you there. Down the street. Gosh, each time I always say something that's not in the thing. I throw a coin no. in the pond. You go down the street. No, no. I mean, anachronisms are fine in this, but I'm mainly laughing at it because you're in the middle of a grove in a forest. Down, yeah. <laughs> down, so there's down no the street. Way. There's no street for miles. I grew well, up in the I mean, city. There's streets everywhere. So there's I'm, like get, I'm getting trails. into trails. There's trails for the ferry. Those aren't streets. Uh, They're streety as they get. Uh, <laughs> thank you for your hospitality. I suppose it's time to go. He he and nods he, and starts wiping down some tables. He brings his bottle with him. Carol stands up and follows. Uh, when we get out, my dear Bell, I'm sorry to say, I'm at a loss. I was told that saying the password dusk would grant us passage to a later hour. As you're saying this, all the, the, the grove around is completely empty. All the people in the tavern had disappeared into the surrounding forest and all was silent or would it been had a raucous cacophony of muffled cheers and jeers not erupted the moment the door closed behind you do you turn around yeah 
both do I want a, to see where a, a comical in sync turn back. <laughs> the oak is no longer a strong, healthy oak, standing proud. It leans to one side, its bark rough and chipped, its leaves dead and dying, branches withered and tangled. A murky haze drifts out from the windows set into the trunk, and a low, flickering light sends short rays of candlelight out the windows and under the door. The door itself, now in a state of decay, molded and splintered nearer a green color than the healthy brown of real oak wood. The uproarious partying grows louder. And the sign above made the difference all the more clear. Now it read, the Shady Oak. Oh. My dear, my dear. Beryl, I think we... Shall we enter? We shall enter. Of course, trying to open the door, nothing happens. Oh. It does not open. I shall knock. Nothing happens. Hmm. They haven't got butlers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd think there'd be like a little hatch that slides open. A guy goes, Nee, what's the password? <laughs> we already said one password. Are there two? <laughs> it's one of these speakeasy type things. Yeah. Like, is so? There's. Is there any? I mean, aside from the sign, is there signage upon? No. So there is speak hand, friend. candlelight coming from window? Oh. Speak friend. <laughs> well, what is speak friend? I try not to use the same word three times per day, but dusk. The door opens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, finally, it worked. Third time is a charm, eh, Beryl? Inside is a completely different world. The same tavern, but as if a hundred years of war had gone by, leaving it in a state of disarray and debauchery. Nearly melted candles are spread about the place, tankards of beer in every possible state of fullness covering every inch of tabletop. Where before tapestries and rustic ironwork and handmade cloths had gave the rounded room its decor, now there were stains and cobwebs and mold and other unsightly things. Where there had been hearty barrels of ale behind the bar, there were now murky glass bottles with strange potions. A sickly mist hung about the floor, dancing and swirling like clouds with consciousnesses as all the various patrons kicked it around as they wrestled and drank themselves dead. In every corner, a shady business deal, and in every table embedded a knife. A snake and a monkey hung from the ceiling. A bat alighted on a cloaked woman's shoulder. Were the words best describing the sunny oak were among the likes of cozy or pleasant or comfy. The words best describing the shady oak were such as dark, dank, rotten, and unpleasant. And behind the bar is a completely different man. Graying hair still, but a gaunter face with darker, unhealthy hair. You should shampoo it. <laughs> I approach the bar. Well, 
good evening to you two fine gentlemen. What can I get you here at the Shady Orc? I, sir, am hunting for information. Do you supply any here? <laughs> Information's not on the menu, but I'm sure you'll find what you're looking for around the tavern. Now, if you'll excuse me. So, you, you spot who you think you're looking for. Sat in a booth in the corner. She has short-cropped brown hair and an autumn-colored dress. And she is surrounded by some pretty hefty-looking bodyguards. And she has stacks of books and parchment and inks and quills and other assorted scholarly things. And you think, that's your contact. I go, I, I want to go there. <laughs> I want to go there. <laughs> I am Microsoft Sam. <laughs> okay, you go there. Do I know the name of s such a, a madam? You believe she goes by Mira the Cartographer. Okay, okay. mouthful much. That's map-making, wow. right? Mira the Cartographer, cartographer. is map-maker, correct. Map lady. I learned that from Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> I do hope she's not the silent cartographer. Uh! Yeah, I was going to say, I learned it from Halo 1. I make my approach. Um, do they, like, I don't know, do the guys beef up? Do they like? Yeah, no, totally. They, they do oh, standard, like, bouncer stance. Got their hands in front of their crotch I for some reason. All right, boys, you know the drill. <laughs> They square up. <laughs> square up, bro. Square up. Yo, square up. So you know you got to do it to Come him. On. I'll botch it, and if I botch it, it's in character, because he wouldn't remember someone's name. <laughs> uh, Amira, the cartographer, I presume. Yes, I presume you're my 12 o'clock. I, I believe so. Yes, I am Clarence Davenport of <laughs> Davenport Company and Co. Or Clan and Co. <laughs> I hope it changes Wonderful every time. <laughs> Never remembers the name of his own company. He sold tea, right? I'm just assuming it was a tea company. Uh, tea and other various trades. Sure. <laughs> Next time you ask me, muskets and other various trades. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I certainly have the information you seek. The question is, can you buy it? Name your price. I do not want... F uh, yep, that's it. I do not want... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> name your price. That's where that's where we're going. He's gonna name your price tool. Ten thousand gold coins. Information is not cheap. Uh, but is a drink cheap? And he 
pulls open whoa, whoa, his barrel, coin you... pouch, <laughs> and he slow and he counts to make sure he's like, I might have ten thousand. One, two, three. No, twenty. <laughs> One, two, three. No, no uh... Clarence is used to not having a lot of. Uh, he's used to having so much money. He's just like, yes, not a care in the world. And he like reaches down to his purse, and it's like nigh empty. And he's like, oh. Fly comes out of it. Unfortunately, I haven't had time to see my banker for a loan. So, is there any other means of payment that you shall accept on this night? Hmm. I had you figured for a uh, hmm. peasant. Excuse me. But. Never let it be said that I am not an accommodating woman. I don't I... feel very accommodated. <laughs> I don't feel very accommodated. I've had, a, I've had a hard day and you insult me. I Make believe in sandwich. the concept of... <laughs> oh, what would you say? <laughs> I've had a hard day. Make me a sandwich, bitch. Wow. Uh, campaign's over. She killed you. Um... <laughs> You died. <laughs> Never let it be said that I am not an accommodating woman. I believe in the concept of haggling. So, what is it you can offer me? I can offer my rifle and this young man's services. I assume Beryl's just like, what? I mean, to this point, Beryl is looking down at the people who are just drinking themselves silly. Um, and then when he offers Beryl services, he just kind of like <laughs> his head is like, "Wait, <laughs> hold up, huh? Yeah, makes makes that sound <laughs> in a sense." I am quite the accomplished hunter. My home has an entire wing. She holds up a bag. hand to stop you. I will accept. A favor for a favor. I give you this information, and presuming you survive your endeavor, at some point in the future I call upon your so-called skills. Seems reasonable. You must do as I ask when I do ask it. Hmm. Will you ask for something reasonable? I'd prefer not to hand you a pound of my flesh if you've heard or seen the play. <laughs> the reasonability of the request is completely and utterly up to me and my wishes. She's a top. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> Uh, correct. <laughs> she probably has a sex dungeon. Not for herself, for her slave. <laughs> she... <laughs> she takes a needle out of her hair and pricks her thumb open and reaches it out and hands you the needle. Do we have a deal? Selling your soul to the devil, be careful. I'm um, something <laughs> in the arts of haggling. 
I propose that I get half of my information and you get half of your reward. I can choose to refuse your request in future and you can continue to request a favor, but I will have to work extra hard to make up for the information you do not give. There is no half of the information. I either tell you what you want to know or I don't. I cannot give you half of a map. Half a map is useless. Clarence Davenport. Then, my dear cartographer, you will have given me nothing in return for a favor. It seems to be in your favor more than mine. The favor is the very many spies, the vast network of adventurers and warriors and mercenaries, the fairies, the centaurs, the minotaurs, the griffins, the dragons, everything under my watchful eye, all that I coalesce in my vast resources, my vast library of knowledge, I gift unto you. The location of your quarry. The location of the man you wish to kill. And in exchange, should you survive your encounter with him, you pay me back by finding the location of someone else for some other poor soul who seeks vengeance on a warlord. I run a business, Clarence Davenport. I'm sure a man of your standing can see that. I'm a level with you, Lucas. I ain't gonna take this deal. I'm a level with you, dude. I I, I don't like... I, I never want to make a deal where they're like, yeah, you'll do whatever I tell you to do. Because <laughs> knowing you, it will be awful and rip my character oh. apart. I'm not going to take this. I'm going to walk away. Just so I want you to have a heads up. So, all right, what do you respond with? You've spoken quite eloquently, but I still see your terms to be unfair. That is your prerogative, but my terms are as they are. Well, the haggling is over. Beryl, do you have anything to say to this barter of information? Let Beryl speak for itself. I just told Beryl to speak <laughs> for itself. What do you mean, Doc? Golem. You are not associated with this man. You seek out this warlord of your own accord. You want this information. Will you accept my offer? I accept. She smiles. Very good. Now, making such deals with golems require a little more work. You have... Something within you that... No, don't um, take me! That... <laughs> no, no. Powers you such as blood would a human. I need something to complete the contract. It need not be anything large. 
but I need something, some piece of you that provides you life, so to speak. I can't just give her that. I won't be alive. Um, theoretically, you could, like, chip off a piece or, like, get something else, come up with something else. Give her one of your eyes or something. I was thinking that! I didn't... I... I don't know why I'm hesitating. This is this is my character. This is sort of my world. <clears throat> my dear Beryl, as a seasoned investor myself, <laughs> this deal does seem a bit in her favor. How very right you are, my dear Davenport. It is very much in my favor. That is how I do business. Barrel. I'm bleeding out here. <laughs> He's not just a quick move. All right. No, I know. No. <laughs> um, he brings his hand up and like has it by his face and removes his right uh a right glowing orb from his she takes he has with... one goal. He wants no, to pop yeah, up. This no, is... no, I... She takes it. She takes it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. With his other orb, he he looks at it, looks down at her, and hesitantly. She takes it gingerly. And with her thumb, she smears some droplets of blood over the surface. You're nasty. And she then she folds her hand around it and like places it in a bag somewhere or like a jar. You can't see what she does with it. Clean bag. Very good. The contract has been set in motion. And now your information. I give this to you, Beryl. What you do with it is your business. But I give it only to you. And suddenly you know. You know where the warlord is. Oh, she airdropped me the knowledge! <laughs> <laughs> 